Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Here this week with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty of the team. I'm Jennifer Perry. Check us out online. You can connect with us there anytime. If you have some questions you'd like to address here on the podcast, drop us that email at artofmoneyradio.com. Again, that website is artofmoneyradio.com. Guys, uh, even before this week's election, there have been a lot of legislative changes affecting retirees just in the last year or so. And I know that Congress recently increased our RMD age from 70 and a half to 72. But I understand now that there's actually talk of raising it even higher for retirees. So would that be a good thing for most of the people you tend to work with? I'd say about half and half, right? So half okay. the people are already spending some of their retirement money anyways from the IRAs. Um, you know, if you're a new client, you have still a lot of money in an IRA. If you've been a client of ours for a while, you know, you've kind of started transitioning and doing a lot of Roth conversions and moving money out of your IRA. Um, so with that goal in mind, it just gives you a little bit longer time frame to move more money before you have to spend it. But, you know, if we're looking at kind of on average, a lot of people need money from their IRA accounts, from their 401ks, old things like that before 70 and a half. And now if it goes to 72, which it has, but if they're raising it again, say to 75, 74, you know, it just gives you more time to make more adjustments to your portfolio, you know, do more tax planning. However, the bigger picture, though, if your RMD does go to 75 and you're a saver and you're not spending it, and it's in an IRA, think about it, when you pass, now your kids or beneficiaries have that 10-year rule because of the SECURE Act. So now you have a larger chunk of money because you didn't spend any of it, or you saved it, or you weren't required to, and now your kids have 10 years to take it out. So it's good and bad. It's good that you don't have to do anything in your 70s, maybe wait till 75, but it may not be the best for your kids. Yeah, because when the kids pull it, it's all going to be taxable on those withdrawals. So you know, you have something that you are allowed to defer from 72, maybe to 75. However, if that account grew by 30, 40, 50% over that period of time, and you weren't withdrawing or using it for income, the kids have to pay all of that growth taxable as taxable income. So it would have been better for people to take that opportunity of not having to pull and do Roth conversions, things like that, because then their kids get all that money tax-free. So if you pay the tax at a lower bracket, it's always better because typically when the kids receive the funds, it's at their highest earning years of their careers, you know, and a lot of times in their 50s. So that's typically the highest earning years of anyone's career field. And all that money that has to be distributed comes on top of their other income. So it could jump them up into the highest tax brackets that we have at the time. So doing some things now can help them big time in the future also just by doing some planning for yourself today can also benefit your kids and your grandkids investing for retirement is an art form learn more online at artofmoneyradio.com one thing that uh, wall street has seemed to be fairly optimistic about lately guys is the possibility of a covid vaccine soon the earnings forecast for the first quarter of next year is about 15 percent with a second quarter forecast of 45 percent that makes CNBC's Bob Pisani and Art Cashin a little nervous, though. What happens if the efficacy rates for these vaccines are much lower than anticipated? This gets dragged out into the back end of 2021 and 2022. It seems to me these optimistic earnings numbers are, are going to be completely revised and the market's going to reset. Am I right? I think the caution flag should be up and flying, Bob, at the very least. I agree with you on that. So, guys, do you think the market's too optimistic? And are you raising kind of the caution flag with your clients right now? Well, we started raising the caution flag a little bit, you know, back 
October 1st, I believe it was, when we started putting a hedge on some of our accounts here. So then, you know, with the election results and how that plays out and, you know, what the market ends up doing in the near future is still kind of the unknown. So having a second quarter forecast next year of 45%, that seems pretty high. I think we'll know, you know, how the market's going to react coming, you know, through the end of the year, through January and things like that. But, you know, it's hard to be that optimistic. Um, I think Art and I are both optimistic about the economy, about the future. You know, you don't want to bet against the United States. You know, don't bet against American companies. But, uh, you know, 45% seems pretty high for me. Um, but <laughs> it does? It seems pretty high. I mean, it seems high. But, you know, some of the numbers coming out recently, you know, the GDP growth, the manufacturing numbers, that looks like we're turning around from the complete total shutdown back in March. So I think things are looking good, but I wouldn't be that optimistic about it. However, there are certain industries that tend to still do well, that don't get impacted as much. You know, if you think about it, you know, the airlines, the hotels, you know, the cruise lines, things like that have been impacted a lot. But, I mean, your Apples, your Amazons, your Googles are sky high. So you can pick and choose, you know, where your investments are and not worry so much about the next quarter's forecast. Yeah, because there are winners and there are losers right now. And Mm -hmm. if you are kind of in the mom and pop world, you're dealing a lot with the losing side because you are really regulated by your governor and by your state. And, you know, whether or not you are required to do X, Y, or Z with your business is determined by your state. Uh, Florida, we're very fortunate. You know, we're open and all the regulations for COVID have been released. However, there's still municipalities in different places around the city and the state where big business sometimes and different things will mandate masks and things like that, even though there's no COVID regulations in Florida anymore. Mm -hmm. But um, everything is kind of an ebb and a flow. So when you look at the actual businesses themselves, the ones that are traded on the New York Exchange and so forth have had really not a whole lot of effect from COVID. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the big business, I've even seen some articles here recently that said, yeah, the big businesses like your Amazons of the world actually would like another shutdown because they're making so much money and it it kind of removes all their competition because a lot of the brick and mortar mom and pop shops can't really compete because no one's going there and they don't have the kind of online presence that an Amazon uh, and some of these big, big firms have. So um, it's a different world right now with the 2020. So sometimes when you look at the equities and you look at what's actually traded, they can be doing exceptionally well, even though the real world, we see a lot of COVID uh, feel and effect, and it really affects our lifestyle. Not so much on the uh, trading platform, some of the big firms. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 Seven four seven two five.
Today's show has been a work of art.